And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again, another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We like to help you win in any marketplace, as we say here on the program. we got a great lineup for you today. Uh, three of our expert contributors uh, in studio today. Uh, we've got Larry Harbolt. You've heard Larry on the show over the years, real estate investor. He's an author and a teacher. He coaches people in real estate investments. I'm going to ask him about the hedge fund surge uh, and, and a lot of purchasing where they're competing with veterans and first-time home buyers uh, in our local market right here in Tampa Bay. Um, so we, I want to ask him about that and some of the things that he's seeing in the real estate space investment-wise uh, as well. Attorney Jason Cobol is also in-house. Uh, Cobol Law, uh, TampaWorkCompLaw.com. We're going to talk with him about some of the different things happening uh, in the legal side of things. As well as in studio, we've got John Long as well. Uh, he's the executive director, uh, United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. We're going to discuss the southern border and other issues affecting uh, his nonprofit organization that's doing a lot of good uh, here in Tampa Bay and, and throughout the country uh, with a lot of things they're doing to help combat that. Uh, so this segment is brought to you by Discovery Golf Cars. If you ever thought about getting a golf car, these things are fun. We love it. My family enjoys uh, Discovery Golf Cars. And for business or recreation use, it seems like you know everybody's getting a golf cart these days. It makes a lot of a lot of makes and models they have. Easy go. Star EV, Cushman. They also offer new and pre-owned. You can rent or buy. And they also offer financing and mobile repair to Tampa locations, Clearwater on US-19 as well as Tampa. And then discoverygolfcars.com is the website where you can find them as well. And uh, we always like to feature our real estate listings. And if you list with us, we get more exposure than the average real estate company. Uh, We are a top 1% ranked real estate team in Tampa Bay. So out of 25,000 realtors, we rank in the top 1% of the area location uh, for realtors. And we've got a couple of hot listings here we'd like to tell you about. Uh, We've got a property over at 117 14th Street in Bel Air. This is a beautiful property on the beach, double lot, pool home, and the uh, complete interior has been refinished by an interior designer. 117 14th Street in Bel Air, beautiful property right here in Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This is God's country. All right, we got John Long in the house. Welcome back in. Well, thank you. Good to be back. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming in. So you got your bull shirt on today. That's right. Go Bulls, huh? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, so, John, give us a little overview. Executive Director, we've had you on the show uh, you know, a few times, several times. And uh, give, in case the listeners are first-time listening, what, what kind of work are you guys doing over there at United States Institute Against Human Trafficking? So our goal at the Institute is, is to stop human trafficking. Uh, we've talked about it often. Uh, we think about human trafficking as something that's happening uh, internationally. It's happening in other countries. Uh, but the reality is it's a domestic problem, and it's growing, and it's been uh, discovered in every state. It's uh, within our communities. Uh, Florida is the third state in the nation for human trafficking. Uh, so it's it's 
it's everywhere within our communities. Uh, we're working now, actually, within our uh, nationally in uh, rescuing some boys from uh, Oklahoma as well as Washington D.C. that will come into our safe home that we operate. It's a safe home dedicated to the minor male victim of human trafficking. So we do we do two things: we we educate the community, and we also provide services to survivors. Nice. Well, that's a, that's a you know worthy cause, a um, you know godly cause, you know helping you know a lot of the nonprofit organizations you know especially the ones that are helping those that can't help themselves sure you know that's that's what i really think about when i think about the united states institute against human trafficking and let's jump right into one of the root causes right now that's increasing is that southern border you know we went from a very uh closed border that was uh maintained and it just went chaos. Right. And and there's no accountability at the border. We don't know who's coming across the border. Uh, you know, for 72 hours, they're held and then kind of released. And uh, at one point, they were doing rapid DNA tests to ensure that if parents are bringing in kids, that these really are their kids mm-hmm. and not just what they call coyotes or smugglers that are bringing people across the border. Uh, and they found when they were doing that, 30 percent of those families weren't even related at all. Wow. So there's people that are being paid to bring kids across the border. There's parents that are paying to have their kids brought a border across the border and there's just people that are smuggling people against their will into our country and we say you know i hear sometimes well that's texas problem that's not florida's problem Uh, but we know that those slowly make their way across our nation and it will become florida's problem and it is florida's problem it's our something that we have to address so we one thing that we do at the institute is is we try to educate law enforcement and border control and homeland security on the red flags and what to look for uh, when we're dealing with victims of trafficking yeah, education. Speaking of that, I was watching a video over the weekend. Uh, it, it showed uh, two gentlemen in a in a like in an F one fifty type truck. They were following, and they had followed a unmarked van that had a you know loaded down with illegals. They went to one of these you know low income type or low rental type uh, hotels, and they interviewed the driver when he came out. He said you know, and, and the driver was cooperating. He you know sometimes they feel like they're doing the right thing. Actually, they're smuggling people right. into the country legally but what he did was he said yeah we you know we're bringing these people from the detention center they're coming in they're getting paid all expense paid for of course by us the taxpayers the american taxpayers i think it's 89 million dollars they are putting these people up in uh these these uh hotel rooms for seven days after the seven day and these are the ones that are uh, have covid or tested mm-hmm. positive for covid and then of course they just get they, then i've heard also that they get expense you know uh, airplane tickets anywhere in the country they want to go and then sometime i even heard president trump say they would send tickets to, uh, to mexico to bring their family up as well so they're basically trying to change the voter pool is what they're doing right and, and you're dealing with thousands and thousands of people coming across the border at any given time and uh you know they they would be held in that detention center for 72 hours and then typically return to the country they came from. But now they're being held for maybe 72 hours and then just kind of released into our country yeah. uh, with no accountability. And so yeah. what are the people at the hotel doing? Where are they going? Uh, you know, Who are they talking to? Where is the money that we're giving them for expenses? Where is it being sent? Is it going back to their country? Yeah. Or are they using it? And, and it, with the plane tickets, you know, they send it back to a cousin or a brother or somebody else and have them fly into our country. So it's it's just, it's, it's unmanageable. Yeah. Uh, it's it's open a floodgate, and our fear is that as these people continue to come across the border, that trafficking is just going to continue to increase because now these people need to look for a job, and you know it's just gonna it's gonna open up snowball. Like, yeah, it's it's just gonna get crazier. 
Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with John Long. He's the executive director, United States Institute Against Human Trafficking here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. So, yes, it's an international problem. Florida ranks number three. Uh, Some of the statistics, do you have any stats off the top of your head that you could throw at us just to kind of bring this all into perspective? Yeah. So there's about 40 million people stuck in human trafficking internationally. So across our globe, about 40 million individuals are trapped in some kind of slavery. Uh, That's human trafficking is referred to as modern day slavery because there's more people now stuck in slavery than any time in our history. Right. And so when we looked in domestically, just last year, so the, the data doesn't talk well with each other. There's not a lot of people that work well together. So the numbers are all over the place. But it's been estimated somewhere between 100,000 and 300,000 kids are sold for sex within our country every year. Wow. So it's 100,000 to 300,000 kids under the age of 18 that mm-hmm. are being sold on an annual basis. And these are domestically born children, typically, mm-hmm. who are being sold to domestic men, typically. And so that's a huge stat that that is baffling to us here in the state of Florida uh, just reported last year there was about 500 uh, incidents of children being sold for sex just in the state of Florida and those are the ones we know about wow uh, yeah exactly the and ones we know that there's a lot that, somebody yeah we, and there's things going on that we we don't know about yeah. and the pandemic is making it worse uh, as we lock people in their houses yeah. uh, and they've got time on on the internet uh, traffickers have time to find people their next victims yeah and and our kids are on you know they're going to school online they're being forced to go to school online typically they're being yep. uh, on the internet all day t- typically Unsupervised, yep. uh, and so it's it's prime picking for a, a, a trafficker to find these kids. Yeah, it sure is. It's sad. You know, speaking of modern day slavery, you know they're coming across the border, and then we've also got a lot of our large companies. These big shoemaker they make shoes overseas mm-hmm. let's just say it like that they make these phones overseas out of china which is knowingly slave labor yeah but then they want to sit here and say how bad our uh founding of our country was slavery no it was actually the opposite we're the first benevolent country to fight against and abolish slavery yeah and, and when we look at human trafficking we you know we focus at the institute on sex trafficking but labor trafficking is is larger uh, group of individuals who are stuck in labor trafficking and when you buy coffee uh, when you buy shoes you know there's a lot of these countries or these companies that don't have fair trade Uh, they're not treating these people right they're stuck they're forced to do this labor uh, and we're buying the product and the more we buy the product the longer they stay in business and the more people that are stuck in this slavery yeah Man, it's tough. And then you also think about crime. You know, crime is spiking across the country. Um, over the weekend, uh, the fourth, the July Fourth weekend, I heard there was 117 shootings in New York City alone. And by the way, there's a recent report that came out: 70 percent of the shootings in New York City are still unsolved. So you shoot a gun in New York City, and there's no accountability, right. but they're going after the one of the president's former uh, uh, Trump organization for fringe benefits. You know that's where the priorities are. Right. It's a it's it's a game. It's you know it, it, if we can focus on this, then they, we won't talk about this. Exactly. Uh, and so it's it's a smoke and mirrors, but we know that it's out there, and that's what we want to do at the U.S. Institute Against Human Trafficking is really. Uh, it's not a political conversation that we have. It is 
people are being sold for sex against their will. And it's something we have to talk about. And it's not just something we have to talk about. We have to get engaged yeah. and do something about it. And so that's what we try to do is educate the community. And it's all on our website. It's the USIAHT.org. Uh, there's training portals on there for parents, for medical professionals, for uh, uh, uh for just community people uh, and the political uh, law enforcement, there's training on there. And so yeah. we just want to train all sectors of our community, have them fire at the same time. Uh, and that's the only way that we'll ever end trafficking. Yeah, absolutely. You're doing great work over there. And, you know, speaking of the gangs coming across, too, they're coming into Hillsborough County, Pinellas County, Pasco County. They're com- they're making our way. And what you, somebody had said, you, you made the comment earlier how somebody said, well, that's Texas problem. No, it's not. It's all the borders. It's all the whole country's problem because it's going to come in. Uh, it's going to drive down wages for those, those legal Americans. Uh, there's so many ways this thing plays out. And then you also look at the drug problem as well. So you look at, you know, some of these libertarian types say, oh, it's their body. Let them do it. What they want well once they get drugged one time they they go from hotel room to hotel right. room against their will sure. the mom has maybe some small children with her and they are threatened they're uh, coerced with mm-hmm. violence or even just drugged yeah and that's that's the big myth that these are all willing participants it's a victimless crime if they want out they'll get out right uh, but we know that's not the reality you know they're oftentimes drugged they're held against their will they're forced to do things that they don't want to do yeah and that's a, a one of the myth that a buyer has the buyer thinks that that girl really wants to be with them. Right. Uh, that girl's having a good time, uh, but she doesn't want to be with you, and she's not having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's being forced to do this. Uh, the kids are being forced to do it, and they're not. Ge- they're not being able to keep the money that they get. That goes typically to a pimp or a trafficker. Right. Uh, human trafficking is slowly going to take over as one of the largest crimes within our country, taking over the drug world wow. uh, because it's a renewable source. Right. These people that are being sold on the street are being sold ten to fifteen times every night. Wow. Uh, and so it's it's a growing industry. Gangs are starting to use it. Uh, because they can make a lot of money. It's a $150 billion industry right now. Wow. And so it's slowly kind of rising as as people discover that it's something they can make money. It's a business. Staggering stats. Uh, so if you want to get involved, if you're out there listening to this and you think, hey, man, you know, I'd love to help, you know, put an end to this or maybe put, uh, you know, your church, get your church involved with this. This will be definitely something that's uh, doing God's work to fight against uh, human trafficking. Uh, go to the website, USIA. HT.org, United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. And John Long is the executive director. Do you reach out to churches or if, you, if church said, hey, I'd love you to come in and speak to our congregation? Do you do those types of engagements? And Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with a lot of community churches right here within the Hillsborough County area. Some of the large churches we partnered with, uh, we do in-person trainings. We can do virtual trainings. We can uh, present on Sunday mornings, on Wednesdays. Yep. But it is a conversation the church needs to have. It's time right. for the church to wake up to this. It's yeah. something they can get behind, and they could they could really fight this as a grassroots movement within the church. This is what God called us to do, right? Uh, and it's, it, we have to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Protecting those that cannot protect themselves. Sure. I mean, that's that's really the root of what's happening here. And uh, you've got you know political uh, forces working against it. I would think there's you know there's sometimes the people that you think are on the good side. They're actually not. Look at the Epstein case. Right. How much of that do you think actually happens? Um, with you know, because we we saw the Epstein flight logs had certain politicians' names on it, uh, certain justice Supreme Court sure. justice on it. How much of that backdoor type stuff is there that we don't really even know about? Oh, I, I'd be afraid to find out. Yeah, uh, how much exactly. is really out there because it, it's happening. Yeah, uh, and and that's 
again, that's the, the stuff we know about. The stuff right. we don't know about, I'm sure, is really scary. Yeah. And but I don't. We don't always want to focus on that. Those big cases because it takes away from the guy living next door. Exactly. Who's doing the same thing as Epstein was doing, maybe on a smaller scale. Exactly. But forcing people to do things against their will. Yeah. So and and the only way we end it, you know. Human trafficking is a supply answer to a demand need. Right. The only way we get rid of it is to get rid of the demand. Yes. Uh, and so that's how, what we do is we fight that demand, making the community aware what to look for. The only way a buyer stops paying for sex is if they think that they're going to get caught. Right. Or they think that their wife is going to find out or that the family is going to find out. And so that's really what we want to do is get all the sectors again in the community firing at the same time to make that person feel like the walls are kind of caving in. So they'll stop paying for sex. we got to expose them. That's yep. right. Absolutely. All right, John, keep up the good work out there, man. And uh, folks, please check out USIAHT.org, United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. John Long is the executive director uh, right here in Tampa Bay. So thanks for coming in, man. Thank you. Thanks for bringing attention to this subject. Yeah, my pleasure. Absolutely. Coming up, we've got attorney Jason Coble right after this short break. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk with Jason around uh, lots of different areas. I love when we have these conversations with Jason. It, it could go into personal injury. It could go into work comp. We talk about some constitutional stuff. It gets. We have some great conversations. We really enjoy that. So stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Make sure you check out ConsumerQB.com. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon. Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Save our hotline number in your phone at some point. You may need it. Uh, 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline. Uh, we would love to connect with you. 813-750-0550. We'd like to put you in touch with our on-air celebrity expert contributors on the program, our legal analysts that we bring on the show, all types of great home services represented, nonprofits uh, that we bring on an interview. So we'd love for you to support the show. Also at ConsumerQB.com, uh, you can support there as well. Veteran Gutters, Brandon Porter and his team, they do such a great job. If you're looking to add gutters to your home or commercial properties, reach out to Veteran Gutters. 
Butters, Brandon Porter, American-made products. He served our great country. So if you're going to put gutters on your home, please reach out to Brandon Porter, Veteran Gutters. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. And we do like to feature our real estate listings. We've got 1200 Gulf Boulevard, number 1805. This is a beachfront beauty condo, about 4,000 square feet. The penthouse suite is available at the Meridian, and it is uh, just a beautiful property. There's three terraces on site. Great opportunity to own real estate right here in Tampa Bay, and you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Attorney Jason Coble in the house. Coble Law, welcome back. Hello, Brandon. How are you? Hey, man. Doing great. Doing wonderful. And uh, I love having you in. We you know, we talk about some of the different updates, things happening out there in the marketplace. You, you keep your ear to the ground, so to speak, in that case. So uh, the governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, vetoed the PIP repeal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was very curious to see how he was going to handle that because it's a very it was a drastic change we were looking at. Um, you know, the current law is 10,000 PIP, 10,000 property. That's the minimum insurance. That was going to be switched to no longer having PIP, but then the minimum insurance you had to have 25,000 BI. So if an at-fault driver, you know, causes an accident, they have to have at least 25,000 in coverage to cover the person that they hurt. Um, That basically, the concern there was that was going to force people from the lower end of, you know, that would buy the cheaper insurance, they were going to have to buy more expensive insurance. Right. And, uh, and the, they might not have done it. Right. It could have been a disaster. Right. It could have been good. It could have been bad. So the way I, I thought about it and I analyzed it and I looked at the, the voting uh, as far as in the in the House, I believe it was 116 to 10. It passed with flying colors. And then the Senate, it was uh, 37 to 3. Wow. And then he vetoed it. So I'm like, wow, that's interesting because they could actually override his veto. But mm-hmm. if they were to do that, well, then guess what? The gamble's on them and not him. Mm. And I tell you what, if I were him, I wouldn't be taking a gamble like that because he seems to be on fire right now. Yeah. So yeah, I, why does. would you t- take a chance like that? Yeah. So I, I kind of like what he did there. That's interesting. Yeah, it seems like it. It seems like it's a, a situation where it's it's you know it, it, you can always say something's broken. You know you can always look at, it. but you know the, the situation is he's there's a lot of stakeholders at play, right? Oh. You've got law enforcement, you got doctors, you got an attorney. You know the, the the citizens who get in these these situations where they're hit. Uh, so. Was it actually broken or not? Is it working okay? I mean, what's what, what's the status quo going to do? Right. I don't. I don't think it was broken. To be honest with you, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, that's why one of my specialties is uh, personal injury. Yeah. And um, I know that it's it's nice. People like knowing that no matter what, for PIP, you have ten thousand. No matter what, even if it's a minor injury, you have. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll get my hospital bill paid for. Maybe get some treatment after that, or an MRI, or what have you. Yeah. It, it was nice. Whereas, you know, to do away with PIP. And then, then there's going to be. We already had a problem with uninsured drivers. I bet you that would probably go up. You know, right. if, if if the minimum insurance is going to be more expensive, it would have to think that's going to go that's up. That's the layer I was looking for. That yep. deeper thought. So yeah, because if they have to get twenty five thousand now instead of just having those two smaller tens, they got to get twenty five. The insurance companies can increase rates. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was probably the wise move. But you know what? Now the ball is back in the legislature's court. Let's see if they override it or not. That's very interesting. Exciting to me. Probably. Yeah. Not for everybody. But. Well, yeah. It's, it's something. <laughs> think about because you know they they voted overwhelmingly for it 
Uh, but then he said, hey, let's I, I don't want it to be reflecting me. Also, right. there was another law change. We're, we're talking with attorney Jason Coble here, local uh, real estate attorney here in Tampa Bay. He's got a great team around him. Tampa work, uh, Tampa work comp dot com. Uh, so there was a law change also to the TCPA. What is that? Acronym? OK, so the Telephone Collections Practices Act is actually a federal law. But Florida now has a state version, and it's basically like just in addition to it. So it doesn't replace the federal one. It's in addition to it. And it really harps on uh, telemarketing calls, Mm -hmm. sales calls. Mm -hmm. So um, in the federal TCPA, it had to be from a robo-dialer, and a robo-dialer had a very specific definition. Now that's been generalized. It doesn't have to be so specific. Basically, if you get a call from a telemarketer who's anybody but the but an honest like a human <laughs> if it's any kind of machine it'll be a violation unless you gave them express written consent where and under the uh federal act the tcpa it could be implied it doesn't necessarily have to be in writing this it has to be express written consent or else it's a violation another difference is you get five hundred dollars for the statutory penalty uh for a private cause of action under the new law in florida whereas the federal is a thousand so it's a little bit easier to prove, but it, you know, it has to fit into the parameters. It has to be a telemarketing sales type call. Got it. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. More from attorney Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, plus, our feel good story of the day. We got an interesting feel good story, as we always like to tell you something good. Uh, after a 12 hour shift, these cops spent hours helping Waffle House staff get up and running. Feel, cool story right here in our feel good. Uh, we'll be right back after this short break. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes, one on Instagram and Twitter, Consumer Quarterback Show page, also YouTube, Brandon Rhymes Realty. We'll be right back. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay online at consumerqb.com all right we're back here brandon rhymes consumer quarterback show in studio with attorney jason coble coble law and Tampa WorkCompLaw.com is his website. ConsumerQB.com is the Consumer Quarterback Show site as well. And I want to give a shout-out to Chad Irrigation. Victor and his team do a great job over at Chad Irrigation. If you're looking to add irrigation onto your home, uh, reach out to Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation. Highly uh, respected in the community. I can tell you from firsthand experience, they are a first-class organization. They did a great job on my home's uh, irrigation system. And we are featuring some of our real estate properties. We like to talk about our real estate listings live here on the program. And we've got a property over in Dunedin. This one is 434 Skinner Boulevard, unit number 104 in Dunedin. It's a great opportunity for it's a prime commercial space. This is office or retail uh, commercial space at 434 Skinner Boulevard in Dunedin. And you can see all of our listings at Platinum MVP Team dot kw dot com the weather really sweet. 
All right, so Attorney Jason Coble in the house. Jason, what else is happening out there? You see these personal injury suits coming up. You see, of course, rainy season, more auto accidents. Work comp is always something that people don't really know. Like if you're getting work, if you get hurt on the job, you're not supposed to receive any bills of any kind. No, that's that's my uh, my favorite area of the law for for now. I think I go through phases, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it should never happen, and it happens so much it makes me very upset because I know they know what what the law is. Yep. And it's just one of those things where they just they're like, ah, we're, we're not going to get nailed for this too often. So we do it. Right. And it's it's hard enough. Anybody who's been involved in this workers comp system in Florida knows it's a tough one. It's one of the more tougher states on injured workers because there's yep. not that union presence like there is, like, say, in the northeast. So, you know, you have limited benefits as it is. And the legislature, when they when they created this law, they intentionally made it so it's not a financial burden yep. on the injured worker. Yet they're having bills get being sent to them that shouldn't be. It's going under the credit and uh that's a shame man because that's not supposed to happen so i take right. pride in that if you if you had a workers comp case and it could be any time within the last two years you could have already settled it but if you got a, a bill you received it at your house during that case give me a call i'll get you a statutory penalty of a thousand dollars and then they have to pay me on top of that so it won't cost a person a dime wow that's you know? that's great man so work comp tampa work comp law.com is the site as well and i was watching an interesting show on uh uh, American Greed the other day. It was about PG&E. It was a, uh, a company out in California, which is a gigantic company, power company that does oil and gas. And also they had the pipelines and they had, uh, of course, the um, electrical um, poles, power poles. And just some of the stuff that they were doing was unbelievable when you have these big companies trying to save money. And you know, even have the internal memos that said something to the effect that, oh, yeah, we're, uh, you know, it, it, it would cost this much money. And what are the downside? Well, safety. And, you know, it even said right there on their company mid, uh, memos. And then uh, lo and behold, of course, a big pipeline burst. And they said, wow, this is just like a weird. It just keeps feeding. The fire keeps feeding. You can't put it out. So they knew they figured out at some point, oh, wow, there's gas leaking, you know, in a community in a neighborhood multiple examples of that over the years so companies a lot of times they just they get the culture gets changed and when it went from the engineers that were the ceos and running the ship to the mbas who looked at the bottom line that's where the change happened corporately you you make a great point you know they say you know corporate entities are like a a person but but they're not at all no they're not not at all and i I really get fired up and and i'm always motivated for all my cases but when i see a big big company doing something like that where they're hurting people and and they know better oh boy that gets me fired up like you wouldn't believe i mean i just brought in a new case um against a very big credit card company and uh it was over a debt that my client legitimately owed back in 2008 Mm -hmm. wow (laughs) well it's long gone the statute of limitations that's when the court order was five years so 2013 that debt was no good yeah they have had collectors calling her or father i mean just ridiculous and and they know better so i am looking forward i just got that one i'm gonna slam them (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna slam them yeah you know you talk about these companies like like to the point you made earlier like it's it's different if we're let's say we go out and we buy some real estate properties we set up an llc okay that's one example of a corporation we can protect the downside you know we have this entity together it outlines hey we're 50 50 owners or whatever but when you get these big companies like apple facebook you name it google 
I heard it said that the top, I think it was the top three or four, they're almost like their own comp, their own country. Yes. They've got $5.4 trillion. And you look at the influence they had with the election, not, not showing the New York Post story. Uh, and then the censorship of the 45th president after January 6th. I mean, these people, they're, they're not acting as, as these corporations were originally intended, I believe. And especially right. a lot of our laws that are written, uh, you know, that's for the local sandwich shop and the local beauty parlor. It's not written for these big old behemoth right. companies. Right. What are some instances that you see that play out in, in you know, in law? In oh, life? man. Well, I think, you, you know, you hit the nail on the head as far as those big companies. And then you have the, the media that at the top, at the very top, they're, they're run by some of the richest people on the planet. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, these, these corporations are huge and they, they have monstrous pull where they basically are. I mean, it's, it's a problem in our country, right? Yeah, now, it is. Honestly. It's big time. It's, it's, so it's NBC universal. It's these, these multinational corporations that are in bed with China. They're making yeah. a lot of money out of China, yeah. billions of dollars out of China. So, so that's, you know, it speaks to a, to a different, a, a bigger point, but, you know, bringing it back down here to a local level, you know, when you look at corporations and, and consumers, you know, the interaction between corporations and consumers, even over the years, you look at a bag of potato chips. I mean, it, used to be a bag of potato chips had that much chips in it now it's like the bag's this big and the chips are that you know about halfway down yep you know corporate yep. skimming all of these different areas in life consumers you know we've got to wisen up and we've got to figure out how to how to spend our money our time our investments uh you know more wisely yeah it, it's tough and uh going back to what we were saying before as far as when uh the laws change right just a, a simple simple little change just like the tcpa state law that right. i was just telling you about now you know everybody's got to pay attention to that because right. you know if you have a small business and then you're making sales call you got to watch out yes i remember I, I had a situation where for workers comp there was a state law that allowed me to uh get an injured worker database list every month. I saw what my competition was sending those injured workers. I said, I'm just going to make my brochure a little better. I'd get 20, 30 cases a, a month. And then they, a couple of years ago, they, they passed a law. They said that's no longer allowed mm. because they thought there were too many workers' comp cases being filed. So oh, they, boy. So, so they're going to take away the information from the injured worker yeah. as a solution, which I think is crazy. Ugh. But anyway, and then I had to find something else to do. So you always you got to pay attention to what's going on. Right. So those big law changes. And uh, yeah, as far as the big corporations, Man, that's in a whole other ballgame. Big time. The people that we need to do something about it are in their back pocket. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's true. That's tough. Uh, we're talking with attorney Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, Tampa Work complaw.com and uh, Jason's been a long time friend of the program what are some other scenarios that play out I don't know if there's anything seasonally appropriate right now people are driving more of course with the different holidays um, but uh, you know to look out for for as far as personal injury law work comp law what other scenarios might be playing out oh I tell you what I, you know I may have said this before but I can't say it enough uh, man times have changed I, I had a case a really big case hopefully it looks like it uh, it was a hit and run where where this one person was working on a, he was a commercial vehicle hit by another commercial truck almost knocked him off the road luckily he had his phone and he took a picture and he got the license plate mm. and we never i mean back back in the day before cell phones forget it that would yeah. be a hit and run wow. but now we have a million dollar plus policy 
all because he snapped a finger or wow. a picture with the phone. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, use the phone. If you, if you get in an accident of any yep. kind, whether it's your fault or not, use the phone because that, you know, creates evidence right then and there. And yes. it's admissible uh, and it's, it's a lifesaver. Yeah. And be diligent, you know, around that, that, that scene, uh, you know, make sure you talk to people, get phone numbers of people and be proactive. Take, take a lot of photos. Uh, what are some other success uh, stories? Because you've had a lot of success recently with different cases that you've been representing. Uh, what What are some of the recent success stories that you've had? Well, of course, you know, I like to talk about my, my big one because I've never had this happen before. But my uh, I filed the original complaint on the Patty Davis uh, versus Sheridan healthcare case that's right now waiting a decision by the Florida Supreme Court. And I really do expect it to go our way. I mean, I really am very confident about that. And that's going to create the first precedence in the entire country mm. for that type of cause of action on behalf of injured workers filing under the fair debt laws. So that's pretty cool. No yeah. one could, you know, no, I'm the only firm that filed that initial complaint. So wow, that's pretty that's cool, cool to be able to say that. That is. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So that one, you expect that one to turn out your way? Yeah. 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 yeah it looks real good. Yeah. A lot of times you can see, you can kind of just project how that's going to play out. Well, you know, they had oral arguments, which was wonderful to watch and you know, everybody mm-hmm. could watch it online um in december and you get to hear uh how each of the justices asked their questions and how they respond and you could tell mm. it's it's it seems really good we'll see right. you <laughs> can tell how the, the connotation that they have yeah and, and how the, the questions... posturing and the types of answers they're given yeah look, right it looks really good which to me really makes sense because it's you know i can't even imagine it if we lost it would be terrible but yeah we'll see. <laughs> it's not like a, a you know a boxing match where you, you know you, you see sometimes these boxing matches where you know, wait, this guy pummeled the other guy. What do you mean? Oh, this guy won. How did that happen? Yeah, I mean, you get some surprises, but in this yeah. particular situation, the work comp law already says if if I have an injured worker that gets a bill, I don't have standing to bring it into work comp court because they're not the uh, responsible party that owes the money, is what mm. they say. So, okay, so what the heck could I do if my client gets one? The right. only other option is to bring it in civil court. Right. So if they were to say you can't go there either, then what? They just, you know, they're SOL? I don't think so. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, that's good. interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the, you, you've got. I just heard something also. Um, the uh, sub, I, I'm not sure if it was the Supreme Court or somebody's trying to strike down the Florida law that Governor DeSantis passed. I just heard it on Charlie Kirk podcast about big tech, and they called it out and said, "Oh, it's it's you know it's censoring and it's this and that." But it's actually the opposite. He's saying in that law, you know, if I'm a political candidate, which I was thinking about running for county commission. And if I'm putting out an ad or putting out some type of a messaging and you as big tech block in jump in and say blocked, no, this is – no, he, he's saying that's $100,000 a day fine yeah. for blocking. So these guys, you know, they're – again, big tech, man. They're Yeah, tyrannical. they had a lot of pull, and it was a judge. It wasn't the Florida Supreme Court. It was a lower-level judge. It's got to start somewhere, I guess. Okay. But I think that's crazy. I think that'll be fine. Completely opposite of the truth. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that was one of just uh, one of his great decisions that he, that he's made since he's been governor. He's been on fire, like I said. Yeah, but no, that somebody's got to do something about that. Absolutely, it seems crazy. Yep. All right, good stuff. Final thoughts to you. Best place to contact you: uh, com. Or uh, call the show or my office, and I'd, I'd love to uh, represent anybody who's been hurt at work or in a car accident or you're getting a, a bill in the mail that you don't think is yours. All right. Reach out to the hotline, 813-750-0550. Uh, you can call or text that line. It's an all-fair number, 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate Thank you too. coming in. And coming up, we got Larry Harbolt. He is a real estate investment author. He's a coach. Uh, he teaches around this space. 
space. I want to ask him some questions about these hedge funds coming in, purchasing up, buying up millions and millions of properties and competing with the veteran, competing with the first time buyer. I want to ask him about that and also some of his advanced real estate strategies coming up right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. We love to tell you something good in our feel-good story of the day. And we've got a good one for you lined up. Tell me something good. All right, so a Waffle House in Tennessee received unexpected help from six exhausted police officers after several employees walked out mid-shift. Uh, Sergeant Jonathan Bright told the news um, the crew visits the Dandridge restaurant every week after a long 12-hour shift. Uh, Bright said the popular place uh, breakfast place was closed for the first time when they arrived. A waitress told them several employees walked out mid-shift early Sunday morning leaving behind piles of dirty dishes, overflowing trash, and a short staff. And Bright is quoted by saying, there wasn't a single clean dish in sight. There was one elderly woman in there, and I've never seen her here, but uh, she looked like she had really bad arthritis in her hands. Uh, looking at her, it hurt to look like it hurt to work a broom. So I was like, we need to help. The officer said, well, for two hours, they cleaned, they took orders, they got the restaurant back up and running. Why'd they do it? The officer said they understand a stressful job. It's stressful for us here in the jail uh, because people get arrested. They come in mad and they're upset and they have to walk them down and talk them down uh, rather to get them, uh, says the uh, Corporal Kayla Gabbard. So 
cops checking in and helping out at the uh, Waffle House. Feel good story of the day. And also a couple of hot property listings. I'd like to tell you about some of our vacant land that we've got listed. Uh, if you're looking to build, uh, we've got lots of great opportunities for land listings. 6513 South County Line Road uh, out in Plant City. This is East Hillsborough County. Owners motivated. Great opportunity for 4.8 acres, almost five acres. Uh, listed and you can build a home single family home and another separate outbuilding at 6513 south county line road uh, 202 southwest shore boulevard we've got a property available right here in south tampa just south of kennedy and just to the east of west shore boulevard at 202 southwest shore boulevard uh, build your dream home right here in south tampa plant high school district great opportunity to own real estate here in tampa bay and you can see all of our listings at platinum mvp team dot kw.com and we have our friend larry harbolt joining us he's a real estate investment author he's a coach larry harbolt.com welcome in sir well thank you for having me on hey my pleasure so what's new in your world my friend what have you been up to well uh, you know we're still looking for properties we're we're always looking for something that we can invest in and make money uh it's it's still a tight market and it's hard to find properties today at the you know the prices that they're they're charging or trying to charge uh that you can make a good cash flow on it's a rental property right so it's a little tighter but the thing is the properties are still out there that's right. We just, we just look for properties that, that are not listed in the multiple listing service because a lot of people have properties that they might be willing to sell, but they never think of it because it has deferred maintenance or uh, for some reason they just haven't thought about it. They're ready to retire. And it creates an opportunity for us if we can uh, come in and pick up a property at a reasonable price with re- reasonable terms. That's right. Uh, so, Larry, let me ask you a question because you're seeing a lot in the news lately about BlackRock and these hedge fund buyers coming in and competing. Uh, this, this is kind of a frustration of mine I've expressed on the show over the last few weeks is they're coming in and they're competing with the veteran buyers, the first-time home buyers. They're coming in, throwing cash around, pooling funds together as hedge funds do. Uh, what's, what's your thought in general about how these, these hedge funds are um, you know, buying up inventory? Well, I, I saw it happen back in 2009 and 10. Yep. And, uh, you know, they come in, they pick up the low-hanging fruit. They pick up anything that they think they can make a profit with. Back in 2009 and 10, they made the mistake of thinking they were going to buy all the properties and have one property management company manage them all. Yep. And anybody with an ounce of brains knows that one management company cannot manage that many properties that they were picking up. Right. But but they borrow their money cheap rates and they don't care if it cash flows. You know, they can sit on them and wait, wait the market out or do whatever they want. Uh, they're just investing money right now and it, it is hurting the, the first time home buyer. It's hurting investors. It's hurting a lot of people. But yeah. How do you compete, you know, when they've got unlimited funds? That's right. Yeah, and it's and it's a situation where not only that, they're also turning America into a rental community, into a renter's um, 
you know, mentality there. So, so you're losing it. You know, it's the tragedy, the commons, you know, people, if they're, if they're renting from a six month lease to a one year, and then the next time they might be on the other side of town, uh, they don't have as much ownership pride. They're not going to care as much about crime in the certain areas. They're not going to um, have a, a love of the land, so to speak, as, as you know, many people that, that settled this country or, or settled into a home and built up, you know, you heard that saying of ownership pride, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, you know, they're going to have to take any tenant they can find. Uh, they're not going to have the luxury like some of us do that are going to select the best quality tenant for our property that is going to pay, that's going to take care of the property. That's not going to be a big problem. They're going to have to rent to anybody that comes along to build their units. And it's it's going to create a big problem for them in the future. Uh, eviction attorneys are going to do very well. I'm I'm sure of that. Yeah. Have you seen an uptick in evictions with the moratorium ending recently? I have not. Uh, I have a friend that does evictions, and I know he's very busy. But you know, there you you couldn't evict someone for non-payment of rent. But the little snafu is you could evict them for a violation of the lease, other than non-payment of rent. Right. So. You know, people get caught up in, well, I can't evict them because they're not paying because of COVID. But if they violate the lease in any other way, you can get rid of them that way, provided the judge uh, isn't, you know, a a bleeding heart that wants everybody to stay, whether they pay or not, or violate the lease or not. So that's one of the big problems landlords have are the judges. Right. Yeah, because it's uh, in some cases that could happen. So if they have a dog in there and they're not supposed to have a dog or, you know, those different scenarios that could play out uh, in that situation. Uh, Larry Harbolt, you've also got the Real Deal podcast. How's the podcast going? Well, I put a pause on it for a while. I did 225 uh, podcasts. I did a new one every Friday morning for 225 weeks. But I put a pause on it because I've got so many other things in, in the works right now. It just was a drain on my time. Yep. Uh, if anybody wants to get an idea, uh, if they have an idea they would like to invest in real estate, you can go to LarryHarbolt.com. My last name spelled H-A-R-B-O-L-T. And listen to those podcasts because they're common sense ideas and, and thoughts of what you can and can't do, what you should and shouldn't do. And they're great. I've had so many compliments on them because they really can teach you something. And that education is free. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's great about living in America today is just so much information that you can get. If you really want to be an expert at a topic, you can find limitless resources online and and just change your life. You can change your life by being resourceful and finding this information and, and figuring out the niche and, and then putting, uh, you know, putting the elbow grease behind it, as the old timers would say, right? And putting putting the right. work in you know you got to put the work in to get to get the results uh larry we're out of time thanks so much for joining us my friend we do appreciate it larry 
check them out online, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, appreciate that. Another great show. John Long, executive director uh, from the United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. We had attorney Jason Coble as well, Coble Law, and of course, Larry Harbolt on the program today. And we want you to please support the local economy by supporting this show, ConsumerQB.com. And please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.